Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another episode of Estás en Familia. And um, here uh, we are with a couple of guests, but before we get to that, I want to let everybody know that we family, and you're um, listening to our podcast with Israel. And Cristina, hola, hola, bienvenidos, y como dice Israel, estamos en un nuevo episodio de Estás en Familia. Tenemos aquí unos dos invitados súper, súper especiales que se van a presentar en este momento. Le doy la palabra a... Hi, uh, my name is Richard. Uh, I'm a behavior specialist. Uh, yo nací aquí en Estados Unidos, pero desde muy pequeño yo me iba a Ecuador desde que tenía los cuatro años. So, por mucho tiempo viajaba cada vacaciones, like every summer, y al, para cuarto grado fui a vivir en Ecuador. Viví hasta middle school. So, me gradué de sexto grado y de ahí vine para acá. So, uh, yeah, so entonces en esa parte me, me identifico como ecuatoriano. Porque una pequeña parte de mi vida pasé allá, pero creó un impacto bien grande en mi vida. So, me siento ecuatoriano. Y aquí trabajo con niños con autismo. Es algo que me gusta mucho y me gusta aprender sobre behavior. Y I like going hiking. <laughs> <laughs> And I like spending a lot of time at home. I oh. just currently became a father, so Ooh, I'm nice. spending a lot of time at home. Nice, mm -hmm. nice. Okay, so this is Richard. Y ahora, last but certainly not least, the beautiful, the talented. Yeah, Nicole. <laughs> so, hi everyone, my name is Nicole. Um, I was born in Ecuador, and I came to America when I was nine. I Some of the things I enjoy is playing soccer, listening to music, relaxing. Uh, I'm currently an architecture student at NJIT, and I identify as a Ecuadorian. Like, someone asked me, where are you from? I'm from Ecuador. Okay. okay. So, eh, dato curioso, en un episodio previo había yo hablado de el famoso Richard que les viene trayendo candies a mis hijos. Este es Richard. Y eh, dato más curioso todavía, eh, Nicole fue estudiante mía. Hace un millón de años, Yo, como hace tres años, porque you know, <laughs> joven. <laughs> Pero believe it or not, eh, ya está en la universidad. Y estamos aquí para hablar hoy del eh, episodio que se llama ¿Y el novio para cuándo? Okay? Eh, entonces, estamos aquí para hablar sobre todo lo que es dating. ¿Verdad? Todo lo que eh, conlleva esto de mantener una relación con el opposite sex. Y ya nosotros eh, te, pasamos por todo esto de que ya fuimos a la escuela, todas las experiencias que vivimos en la escuela y tanto así, aprendiendo inglés. Y de repente te conviertes en un, un teenager semi-adulto y, y empiezas a, a querer tener... Eh, eh, you know, your relationships con, con novias y novios. So, estamos aquí porque queremos hablar de cuáles son esas expectativas que nosotros teníamos eh, durante ese, esa temporada de dating, que es muy diferente eh, el, el dating que, que yo hice, que el que tú has hecho. Eh, como dices, Richard, tú eh, estás eh, estrenando bebito, bebita. Uh -huh. Yes. Y entonces tú tienes tu pareja, eh, igual Nicole, eh, estás casada, nosotros también estamos casados y eh, bueno, vamos vamos a hablar de cómo llegamos ahí, ¿no? Cómo llegamos a este punto de nuestra vida eh, que antes de encontrar nuestra princesa y nuestro príncipe tuvimos que besar muchos sapos. Así que... Eh, eh, démosle pues para adelante. Eh, em, empiezo preguntando 
así como, ¿te acuerdas de, de Back in the Day habían los curiosos que tenías que llenar? No. I'm the oldest one in the room. Wah, wah. <laughs> Eran cuadernos que tenían un montón de preguntas y tú les pasabas los Before cuadernos. MySpace, there was an actual book where you yes. like, yeah. que you tú, tú, llena, tú comprabas un cuaderno y ponías página 1, edad. Página 2, signo zodiacal. Página 3, ¿qué te gusta hacer en tu tiempo libre? Entonces tú, tú llegabas al colegio y le pasabas a tu amigo. Entonces él cogía un número, pues decir, el número uno, y contestaba todas las preguntas en todas las páginas bajo el número uno. Entonces pasaba el cuaderno a la siguiente persona. Entonces tú conocías, antes que no había, oh, me voy a meter a estoquear a la gente en Facebook, antes había el cuadernito, ¿no? Entonces tú eh, tenías ahí toda la información de todos tus amigos. Anyways, I guess that's way too long ago. <laughs> si alguien se acuerda de los curiosos, porque así se llamaban curiosos. That was a long explanation. <laughs> to get to what? Pregunta número uno. ¿A qué edad tuviste tu primer novio? Uh, o novia. O sea. Eh. I think I was like 16. Okay. Yeah, I think I was like 15 in high school. Okay. Yeah. I was 17 in high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was 14. So it was, and, and it was with a, with a Ecuadorian guy. Eso también. O sea, el, el, el punto de esto de hacer el dating y una de las cosas que hemos hablado con otras personas, cómo llegamos a este capítulo, es porque uh, a mí alguien me dice, María, así en mi típico work name, María, usted sabe que este, a mí me decían que, que yo tengo que casarme, que yo tengo que asegurarme de mantenerme con una persona que fuera de mi país. Que cuidado, me enamore de alguien que sea que no sea de mi país, ¿no? Entonces, yo creo que en partes para mí eso fue verdad. O sea, a mí sí, sí mi mamá alguna vez me dijo, o sea, eh, mi hijita, preferible un paisano conocido que gringo por conocer. Entonces, sí, yo, mi, mi, mi primer enamorado fue un chico ecuatoriano. It was like a West Side Story, like, stick to your own kind, be with your own kind, that type of thing. And that's yeah. why it doesn't surprise me that he got, you know, Greece. Entonces, tú, de, ¿de dónde era tu novia? Uh, Perú. Ok, tú, ¿de dónde era tu novia? Perú. ¿También? Yeah. ¿Y tú? My first, he was Dominican. Oh, ok. Yeah. Ok, so, todos, to, todos, menos yo, con alguien diferente, ¿no? Entonces, eh... ¿Qué aprendieron de esa primera relación ustedes? Así como fue, fue algo que decían, sí, yo me veo con, con alguien de este país, o fue algo así de, mmm, no, esas tienen, tienen costumbres medias raras, no me conviene. I think I was very close-minded, and then I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> sí, I feel like I wasn't mature enough to understand what goes into a relationship. When I got into a relationship at 15, era más para, oh, porque everybody's doing it, <laughs> you know? It was peer pressure. Uh, plus, you, usted dice que en casa, usted tuvo esa, like, your parents told you, you know, like, uh, wait on boyfriends, o todo eso así. Like, in my case, I didn't have that. Siento que mi mamá was a single parent, so a lot of those prime years of mine, my teenage years, she spent working two jobs. So, mm. nunca tuve ese, like, that talk. A mí nunca me dieron ese talk. So, muchas de las cosas que yo aprendí fue más de trial error. error. Yep, okay. pretty much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Peer pressure. 
Dale. Total. <risa> At 14, ¿qué, ¿qué business tenía yo con novio? Definitely peer pressure. Yeah. Okay, ¿y tú? I, I think for me, I mean, what I learned, it was not to open up. That was my first, like, boyfriend. Y yo creo que I was very... At that time, I was undocumented. Y yo, first thing I told him was like, you know, there's something really important I got to tell you. I'm undocumented. But don't tell any, anyone. I think next week or something. Él avisó a su mamá. I was like, oh, fuck, why did I tell him? Like, and then, and then from that, actually, I remember one, one time he told me, he was like, hey, um, I'm going to tell you something my mom said, but, you know, don't take it the wrong way. His mom had said, oh, cuidado con esa muchacha porque tú sabes si no tiene papeles, tal vez solo quiere casarse contigo for that reason. And I was like, bro, I'm, I'm 17. What, what am I, like, I'm not thinking about that yet. And that, for me, stuck with me, and I was like, never again. Unless I'm seriously looking to get married. Like, there's no need for me to tell anyone about that. Like, mm -hmm. I think, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's also, you know, I was not born here. I was not thinking about that. But for me, it felt like, why is this lady thinking about that like we're in high school we're not about to get married okay okay so cada quien tuvo su su eh, trago amargo quizás no yeah <laughs> this is not for me to say <laughs> el eh, otra de las cosas que yo quería hablar es para hacer este dating no como tú dices mi mamá no me dijo a mí o sea Tú tenías permiso de decir, mami, me, me, este es mi boyfriend, tú le presentaste a tu mamá y, y así de, voy a salir, deme permiso. Porque tú, te, no. oh, so, side note, ¿verdad? Nicole tiene un hermano mayor y un hermano menor. So, ella es el sánduche, la parte de adentro del sánduche, ¿no? Y ella es la única mujercita. ¿Cómo, cómo, cómo viste tú? Es, eh, había discrepancias en cómo... Eh, ¿Te trataban a ti para dating versus lo que tus hermanos podían hacer? Oh, yeah, definitely. A mis hermanos, bueno, yo siempre vi que a mis hermanos nunca les decían, don't go out, don't bring a girl home, no. But for me, they didn't speak about it, but I felt it, that they were not, like, that was not for me. And I, I, I lied to them. How they found out I had a boyfriend was because I told them, oh, could you drop me off at a friend's house? And I was, like, saying it was a girl's house. And my plan was like, okay, he just doesn't come out. He's going to stay in the house. I'm going to drop off, go in the house, and then that'll be good. They dropped me off, and I don't know why he came out and said hi to them. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then my, I just, I ran in the house with them, and then my parents left. But they were texting me. They were like, what are you doing? Who are you with? And they, they were just strict. But I think, like we were saying, I think it was more of a because I'm a girl because I'm a girl, they were like, no, very strict, or at least I felt that way. Mm -hmm. For When I spoke to my mom about that, ellos siempre decían que, digamos, I had a lot of leeway comparing to Ecuador lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm. but for me, it didn't feel like that. I was comparing it to the people here, to my friends here. So, okay. so tú, en ese caso, eh, eres tú y otro hermano. So, there's no girls in Som tu No, no, somos tres hermanos. I'm the middle child. Tengo un hermano mayor y otro hermano menor. Ay, so, yeah, hermano ¿Te, mayor. Tenías escondido en algún lado el uno. No, I thought you met him. No. Yeah. Pero sí, no, el hermano mayor solo son two years difference y mi hermano menor somos cuatro años diferencia. Mm. So maybe el pequeño no lo conociste. But, but y él, definitivamente, como te digo otra vez, mi mamá no pasaba mucho tiempo en casa. So after school, we rely on each other to take care of each other. So 
tú sabes, íbamos a la casa, and we wanted to go out, no, no, no había quien pedir permiso. So, salíamos. Y, pero también no era que exagerábamos. Estábamos en high school, yo jangueaba mucho, me crecí en la ferry, Iron Bell, y siempre me juntaba con amigos, era para jugar soccer, tú sabes, siquiera íbamos al parque de los mosquitos, a estar ahí jangueando. So, a lot of that stuff, you know, como te digo, you know, it just, I used to go out and todo, muchas cosas yo aprendía fuera de la casa. Mm, okay. So, muchas expectativas de dating más fue peer pressure, you know, de, la, de lo que las otras familias decían, de lo que los otros papás decían. Cada vez que iba a la casa de mis amigos, ellos tenían a sus papás en la casa. Eso era diferente. Mm. You know, sometimes they would give me some advice. Pero no, no era que venía de una fuente donde que you were like, oh, I can rely and go ask them a question. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Era diferente. What, what about you, Israel? Did you feel like you you had that confianza to be like, um, voy a salir en un date? No, I, I think with me, I've I've always been very secretive. Like I, I've always done what I need to do by myself. Like I, I don't really like putting my business out there for anybody. So everything that I've done is like I've pretty much done it for myself. So, yeah. No estás por pedir permiso. You know, yo como mi mi hermana mayor ya se casó y ella se fue de la casa conmigo eran como ¿a dónde vas? ¿Qué estás haciendo? ¿Con quién te vas? Y, y yo tenía eh, yo tenía muchos enamorados, muchos no, no muchos enamorados. O sea, el, eh, el asunto es que no. El, Somebody's going to get a questioning when they see this video. Eh, desde los 14 años yo me iba para el Ecuador yo estaba yendo y viniendo yendo y viniendo yendo y viniendo entonces eh, the, the comment was there to like como dice el Israel stick to your own kind ¿no? Eh, entonces eh, yo en, en irme para el Ecuador irme a pasar el, la vacación que yo estaba allá eh, you know it, it would develop into a relationship with somebody like y esto era antes de Facebook antes de you know toda la tecnología que tenemos ahora so it was like oh puppy love puppy love over the summer y después it yeah. was just like Greece summer loving summer loving yeah. <laughs> y después yeah it was like it would fizzle over yo venía acá a Estados Unidos pasaba un año más aquí it was like go back and so cuando yo digo muchos no es que no es que que bruto eh, pero sí la mayoría eh, fueron en, en el Ecuador no eh, y aquí en Estados Unidos no, in Estados Unidos, porque mi, my main thing was, okay, in my brain, um, I have to find somebody that's Ecuadorian. There, there weren't a lot of Ecuadorians back then, number one. Uh, number two, what I saw around me was just like, I don't want this. Like, this is this is just like this is not what I want. Like the the way that I could see um, guys treating girls while I was in high school. I was like I really don't want this. Like I, I, you know. So I would if if that meant me waiting the entire year and going to Ecuador and having like a summer loving type of thing, and then I would accept that. Like that was my relationships, and and I did it for a number of years um, until I met my husband in Ecuador. So. To that extent, I knew what I was looking for. So, like, I there was there was a, a picture in my brain of what I wanted. I wanted somebody um, that spoke Espanol. I wanted somebody that, you know, like, I, I had, a, and I wanted somebody, como dicen, no, los psicólogos, you tend to look for someone 
that reminds you of your mom if you're a guy or of your dad yeah. if you're a girl. Yeah. You know, that's so weird because when I see my wife, I see my mom, like, with her little dumb jokes, and I'm like, <laughs> really? I did not want that. <laughs> yes, my, and, and my, my, my sister-in-law and my mom are, like, one and the same. You have the same type of humor. One and the same, yeah. you know? And, and in the same token, when I was looking for somebody to um, settle down with, I was looking for somebody who would be like my dad. My dad was really, really strict. My dad, you know, ahora tú le ves y te, you're like, es, he's a jokester. Y al, con la edad, yo creo que se, se ponen así de, ah, you, you're like, this is not the man that, that I grew up with. They get a little emotional, a little more. <laughs> yeah, more yeah. Eh, pero yo buscaba a alguien que decía, la relación que mi mamá y mi papá tienen es una relación estable, es una relación duradera. You know, habrán tenido sus pleitos, sus problemas, but we didn't, never saw them fighting. Nunca fue algo de, al menos yo no. I don't know about you. Pero que sí se les veía de repente molestos y eso. Mm, okay. But I was like, but I want that. And I'm looking for something like that. Y eh, cuando yo estaba en la high school, que es donde tú empiezas a tener todas estas, estas eh, you know, like looking for relationships, lo que había era, oh, we're dating. Y, y a destramparse por ahí, por, escondiéndose por los lockers. Y después, ah, ya que ya me cayó mal. Entonces ya se iba por otra. And I was like, no, I don't want that. Like... Um, y para bien o para mal, en el Ecuador, las relationships eran de, te llevo serenata. O sea, que imagínate tú parada ahí así, oh, y una serenata. O, este, cartas y cositas así, ¿no? Entonces, I yearned for that. So, I continuously, mis enamorados eh, han sido los que han, han estado metidos en un, en un pequeño pocket de tiempo eh, mientras estaba en el Ecuador de vacaciones. And that was it. That, that was, those were all my relationships until um, I, you know, I got married. Pero pedir permiso para salir. Did you ever have that confidence to be able to come to your parents and be like, hey, I have a boyfriend or girlfriend? Like any one of the four of you at the table. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, my teenagers, no. No, but why? No. As a matter of fact, a crazy fact, when I introduced my wife to my family, they didn't even believe me. They were like, they were like, what? When did you get her? Like, is, is he paying you? But it, why? Blink you? twice if you're in danger. It was very awkward. It was a very awkward situation because I never really brought anybody home. So that's what I'm saying. I, I keep everything to myself. Like I do everything for myself. So But, when I brought her to the house, everybody was like, "Who are you?" But why? Why did you do that? Was it like a lack of confidence? Well, th that's that's just me, I guess. I don't, I can't speak for everybody else, but like I'm saying, like I just, you know, I, I'm very private that way. I think for me, it was more like a lack of not having that that build that relationship at first. Yeah. You know that trust, that maybe sometimes that embarrassment. She might be embarrassed, you know. So just those different, different, different ex expectations of what they say. Yeah, because, like, I know, for me, at least, growing up, I never brought anything up because my dad would always make fun of me. No. They'd be like, ooh, tiene novia, and they'd just keep going on. And it'd just be, like, a point of joking, like, making fun of me for having a girl. I was like, all right, next time I'll bring a boy. <laughs> Did you? No. <laughs> no, it's just my dad my brothers would always tease me. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like... You're afraid of bringing somebody over? And yeah, you, but and, it's and not... And you'd be like, hey, dad, this is my girlfriend. He'd be like, ah. 
Did did you and now that I that you guys mentioned like the different nationalities that you guys dated, did your family ever give you that like uh, the consejos of who like to be careful with this nationality or be careful with this nationality? Because I feel like that's something that's. I like think parents. that every family has a stereotype yeah. to some degree. So so definitely yeah. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, uh, I grew up in North Newark. So during the 90s, uh, the stereotype was, you know, los caribeños no son buenos, ladrones, you know, yeah. lo cuidado con los morenos. Like, but, like, those are the people I saw in school. Like, 80% of the population in the school eran morenos y caribeños. So I was, you know, I, I, I grew up around people like that. So, como cualquier otra cultura, hay buenos, hay malos. So I didn't see that, but I did hear that at home. You know, I was just lucky enough that throughout the years, I gave opportunity to people to just be friends and, and get to actually get to know them. Mm-hmm. 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 What about you, Nicole? Mm, I, I had a lot. I heard a lot. They were always joking. Like, oh, no traigas a ningún morena la casa, especially my grandma. And I told my grandma, I'm like, grandma, you're, you're a little racist, you know? Like, that's that's a little <laughs> racist. Oh, no, grandma said, I'm going to disown you. It, yeah, they're like disown very, you. no shame. Te, te saco de la herencia. <laughs> No shame. And I, sometimes I feel, like, weird even saying it. I'm like, yeah, like, my, my grandma's a little, you know, she has her own, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. personal views. But I'm like, but it's not like that. Like, I know she doesn't mean, like... De mala manera. Como de mala manera, yeah. Nunca, nunca. But, man, I don't know. Their parents, they always did tell me that. Y like, una de las cosas que también me comentaron para este episodio me dice, oh, you should, you should touch upon the, the, the fact que el existe no el, el eh, lo que se de, denomina el colorism que saben decir oh, si usted está formando una una familia y you no know, tiene que mejorar la raza tiene que mejorar la raza so look how you look I and look for somebody that. that's like a step up yeah. not a step down but that's a cultural thing because you know they, it's not just like with like you know it, it's not specific just to Hispanics I think it's to a lot of cultures to like you know mejore la raza so mejor la raza. What does that mean exactly. to us? To us. I mean, look, look, look around the room. So porque ese comentario de mejor la raza is is tend to. It's pretty much kind of goes to like que todo sea más blanco, I guess. Eh, y eso te iba a decir. And I was like, it doesn't affect you in any way. You would be the one mejorando la raza. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it affects you either. You know, like eh, y, y yo le he dicho en otro episodio, en otros episodios, a mí me han dicho y me dicen de cariño la negra. Porque, you know, like, I'm, I'm a darker tone than my sister. My sister is, like, close to your complexion. Israel y yo somos como más morenos. Oh, no. I was whiter at, at one point. But working in, in the hot Newark uh, <laughs> environment, it, it, this is what happens. <laughs> ya dice. It's uh, true. White. ¿Cuándo ha sido white? Tú? I was whiter. <laughs> Pero también, o sea, yo no necesariamente es que haya oído eh, en la casa, pero yo sí oía que decían entre las compañeras de colegio, hey, you know, you're supposed to, that, that's just a boy toy, you, you know, that's not a serious thing because you're trying to mejorar la raza, and I was like, pero qué pasa si te enamoras, qué pasa si en realidad es una persona con la cual quieres estar y no puedes porque no estás mejorando la raza, o sea, qué estupidez. Yeah. I mean, do you think that mind frame changes? Not, I think that kind of mindset is for first generation type of stuff. But then once you have kids that are born here, they kind of break out of that. 
But yeah, like, I think like so. Richards, yeah. Richards, he's a good example because he was born here, but he only stayed here till the fourth grade, right? So no, I was here, yeah. I used to go to Ecuador. I was here till fourth grade, yeah, mm-hmm. and then I went to Ecuador. And then when did you come? Came back, back for middle school. Well, so, so it was like, was like, like yeah, it was like I was there for like three, four years. Okay, so like your, I think your opinion would kind of, uh, well, your experience is also very unique because you kind of raised yourself, like you know, yeah, in that sense, in yeah. that sense, yeah. yeah. So that's why, like, I don't know. I feel like second generation, like kids that are born here, kind of break that cycle because they rebel against their parents, in that sense. Cuídate. But I also think as as I get older and more mature, como que I embrace change, more accepting. Yeah. 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 Learning to understand and be more accepting of things and definitely helps out to deal situation a little bit better, I think. Because I think like first generations, like you're already coming into a place that you don't know, so you tend to stick with your own community people yes. that are just like you. and they come with their own assumptions you exactly know? Like, and so like you i said growing up my parents would say like ten cuidado no, no te juntes con moreno no, no salgas con los boricuas you know things like that so they made assumptions eh, eh, time out de donde es tu esposa es just borigua yeah so you know so entonces es diferente so now ahora yo cuando le cría a mi hija you know no le puedo decir you know ten cuidado con esta gente because eventualmente like everybody's different mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. Todo hay que, hay que medir a la gente individualmente. We cannot just stereotype and, and make a group. I'm going to try True. my best, you know, to be understanding and everything else. True. Pero, yeah. Y, y ahora, este, Nicole, ¿de dónde es tu esposo? De Colombia. De Colombia. Okay. Yeah, but he was born here. Okay. So, él también regresó a Colombia, estudió ahí un ratico y después regresó. Okay. So, ustedes eh, están ya... Incluso como primera generación, you are branching out. O sea, ustedes en ese en ese sentido son diferentes porque mi cuñada es ecuatoriana, mi esposo es ecuatoriano. So we kind of have, y mi cuñado es ecuatoriano. Like we all in the family, we all marry other Ecuadorians. Um, de diferentes ciudades del Ecuador, pero todos eh, con ecuatorianos. ¿no? Entonces ya ustedes tienen ese, ese you have opened up that window of oh I married a Colombian oh, I married you know I'm making a family con una persona de, de otro país entonces eh, esa es mi mi siguiente pregunta y esto es para todos ¿no? ¿cómo te ves tú no tienes hijos todavía oh, espérate no no, no, sí, no. <laughs> no <worry. laughs> este ¿cómo te ves criando a tus hijos and thinking about, y yo sé que tu hija está tiernita, so thinking about that is just like, hello, todavía falta mucho. Pero, what expectations do you think you're going to have with your daughter or with your son? Do you think that the expectations would be different, you know, if you have a boy, or if you have a boy and a girl? Come on, Israel tiene una nena y un nene. Yo tengo una nena y un nene, igual. O sea, ¿cuáles son? Do you think that you would carry on that bias de, oh, mi varón puede salir? O mi nena, no, mi nena tiene que yeah, ir con un GPS bracelet. ¿Qué, siendo tú una mujer, ¿qué tú crees que harías eh, diferente o harías lo mismo que tus papás han hecho con tus hijos, Nicole? I mean, I definitely wouldn't do it the same way my parents did. Porque yo creo que porque ellos fueron tan estrictos, eso me hizo que yo les mienta mucho. Entonces mi mamá no siempre sabía dónde yo estaba. I wasn't doing anything bad, but had something gone wrong, she didn't know where I was. And I've told my mom this. I'm like, mom, like, 
I used to lie to you. She was like, no, I know. I'm like, no, you didn't know. Because you would have flipped out. She almost, like, she was, she almost called the cops on me once because I was out with without her permission. So I'm like, you didn't know, Mom. I'm like, you know now, but you didn't know then. And I'm like, that's bad. I don't want my daughter to, to lie to me. So I think what I would change is maybe, I mean, I still wouldn't just let her go out, do whatever, but I don't know. Something that just at least talk to her so she trusts me to tell me where she's at. I don't want her to lie to me. I'm sure no one wants their mm-hmm, kids to mm-hmm. lie to them. Like, What about a son? What, I, I don't want him to lie to me either. Yeah, pero tú piensas que sería una cosa de mamá, papá, me voy y... Okay, vaya. No, man, that bothered me so much when I was growing up. I don't think I would do that. That's what I say now. I don't know. I have to wait to have kids. I, but I wouldn't want that. That that bothered me so much when I was growing up. I think that nowadays, especially being raised here in this country, you know, it's it's a... Es, es una, una selva completamente diferente a back in the days. So, I feel que no, no importa si es un hijo o una hija, like you still got to give them the tools to saberse defender, you know, físicamente, verbalmente, you know, be aware of their surroundings, porque el, el danger está right around the corner. No importa si es blanco, amarillo, café, like there's always dangers out there. So, I feel like as a parent, you know, lo que más se puede hacer es like provide them with most tools that you can to go out there and face the world, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know if back then we were so innocent that we didn't see the danger that we could have been on. But nowadays, I don't know if it's my profession or I don't know if it's me as a parent. Like, I, I see danger all around me. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't feel like it's the same world we, we grew up in. Like, yeah, back then there was more innocence. I guess people have more common sense than they do have now. Now I think that there's more crazies out there. And even though it's my son or my daughter, like, I would be a little mm, nervous or apprehensive to let them out like that. Like, I, I would need to know, like, where are you going? Okay, so bringing it full circle, no, el, el 21 boyfriend que tenía yo aquí, mi mamá dice, bueno, dile que venga a la casa. No, I think que era mi mamá trying to be like, no te voy a dejar salir, a, no sé a dónde, dile que él venga a la casa. And it was like this innocent type of, siéntate en las gradas y converse, porque, ¿qué más? O sea, 14, um, converse. I, y, y yo he visto eso más, como being embraced by parents now. It's like, oh, sí, dile que venga a la casa. Dile que venga a la casa. O sea, yo no, know, o, o si quieres yo te llevo, pero... Eh, You know, tener, tener de alguna cierta manera, tener todavía ese control de, y, o sea, dónde están. Y, y si van a ver películas y vean la película aquí. O, para tener ese control, como tú dices, es, no, no es el mismo mundo en el que nosotros vivimos, ¿no? Pero también algo que salió a colación en, en el, en el eh, brainstorming de este episodio es, ok, a las niñas hay que tenerles más cuidado porque sí, hay dangers para todo, ¿no? Pero el, 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 el potencial de que esa niña te regrese en cinta y es algo que te, you know, una bendición es para siempre, ¿no? Es diferente de que si, si tú como varón embarazas a una niña and then you're like, ok, toma tu manutención, pero yo no me hago cargo. O sea, ustedes ven eso siendo algo... Eh, como que 
eso es lo que hace que pongan más presión en, eh, eh, o, o más, más como an extra layer of protection on the girls. You know? Or, I guess como Nico dijo earlier, you know, <coughs> is building that, that trust. You know, working on it every day with your kids, trying to, you know, build that trust where you guys feel comfortable enough to have some type of initiation of a conversation about that. You know, creo que eso es bien importante. Porque mi, como te digo, en mi experiencia, yo, yo no tenía mucha confianza con mi, con mi mamá creciendo. So, no, nunca iba para, like, an advice in relationships with my mom, you know. Siempre era, like, solo pasas en la calle. Siempre era, like, back and forth, you know, a lot of negative back and forth growing up. So, creo que eso es bien importante, you know, being able to build that relationship. Like, me and my mom now, we're great, you know. Like, I go to her for consejos, like, with the baby, with my relationship, profesionalmente, you know. And I like the fact that she even calls me for some advice at times, you know. Mm. Things that she's going on with her family, with my uncles and aunts. So, I feel like building that relationship or just creating a platform where you guys can have una conversación, a healthy conversation, is bien importante. I think it has to do a lot with maturity because mm -hmm. when, when you're in, in your teenage years or, or coming up, you don't Tú really, lo sabes you, todo. You don't really want to hear anything. <laughs> That's true. And now it's like you kind of reach out to your parents like, hey, how you doing? Or, or can I get some advice with doing this or anything like that, you know? Do you think that um, the outcomes are also unfair? They're like a lot more um, severe for women in the caso del embarazo. Because guys can impregnate a girl and then just walk away from it, but the girls have to carry the baby. Yeah. So do you think yeah. it's like... En ese sentido, yeah, you know, yeah. las mujeres son las que corren más. So there's like, it, it affects like their social value type of thing. So there's also this, this um, ¿cómo se llama? The perception of the family. Because it's not, now it's like we talked about the last time, the family shame. You have an unwed daughter that has mm. a kid versus an, un, you know, a boy that... Who? Tuvo un hijito. Y así lo dicen tan inocentemente, mi hijo tuvo un hijito. O, o lo que también he escuchado es, eh, ¿cómo es? ¿Qué saben decir? Hija de, hijo de mi hija, mi nieto es. Hijo de mi hijo, ¿quién sabe? Así como, you know, like, you, uh, come on. Yeah, that's that's funny that come you say, on. I was just talking to, to my girl about it, like, they go, yeah, we have a daughter, so los, nuestros nietos siempre van a estar conmigo, like, those are my grandkids, so, no importa quién el papá sea, like, <laughs> like, son mis nietos, <laughs> you know. Pero, so. pero eh, o sea, todo eso eh, conlleva ese, ese extra layer, como digo, de, de, de protección que, que tú tuviste, que yo tuve, ¿no? Y, y la cual yo rehuía, por eso yo digo, yo me iba y, y mientras estaba en el Ecuador, my mother wasn't there, you know. Claro que tenía pueblo chico infierno grande donde antes de Facebook todos de las vecinas eran así y todo se sabía anyways, ¿no? Eso eh, sí era, you know, where are you, qué estás haciendo, por qué con ese muchacho, no te vayas muy allá, o ya está past certain hour, eh, you know, like, Sí, siempre era un constante check, 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 check. Um, y yo no digo que, que en el Ecuador las cosas sean más inocentes, o quizás en ese entonces las cosas eran más inocentes. Ahora yo pienso que hay un hypersexualization of younger and younger kids, you know, like, las ropas que se les hace, las, la, las cosas los que se les hace, que miran. Los shows que miran, uh -huh. you know, like, la música que se escucha nowadays. And I'm like, I have a strict, y eso es como tú dices, trying to build that trust. Yo hablo bastante con mi hijo. Mi hijo tiene 11 años. Y already he thinks he knows everything. 
already. Entonces, y es como un, una conversación continua de, tú sabes, esto puede pasar. Y, hoy oh, ¿sabes que Mi amigo hizo tal cosa. Puede ser que sea el amigo. Puede ser que hay unos hijitos de la vieja confiable de, tengo un amigo que, maybe. Pero yo le doy los consejos que tengo que darle acorde a lo que yo veo, ¿no? Eh, por un lado. Por otro lado, basado en esta hypersexualization que está pasando en el media y en todos lados, yo a mi esposo le encanta la música. Pero, and I'm like, you're not listening to the lyrics. I'm like, you are only listening to the boom, boom, boom. That's fine. Listen to it on your, uh, ponte audífonos. Yo no quiero que esta música sea tocada en mi casa. Because you're like, then the girls start singing. Y hablo de the girls porque mi sobrina pasa en mi casa. And I'm like, I'll be damned. No, no se escucha esta música, amiga. I, I, pero me siento como una mujer vieja. Pero I'm like, you are, you are certainly telling me. You, you, las líricas de estas canciones están diciendo que puedes hacer esto y esto y esto y esto. Wait a minute. No, no, you can't. Have Stop you singing this. You're nine. Have you listened to like salsa music from the 90s, though? It's the same thing. It's, it's just more thing. poetic. Yes. It's poetic. It. But it's the same thing. But listen, you have to like ponerte. Eh. But I think that's the art in the music. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> Where the art, you know, they use. They're like, saying it without saying yeah, it. Yeah, even yeah. some of the music no, from like okay. the 70s too. Ahora te dicen exactamente. Like, you, you don't even need to imagine. Like, they dicen todo. Like triple X already. <laughs> yeah. And not only the lyrics are triple X. El hecho de que salen los videos y, y en YouTube las, las muchachas salen ya semidesnudas. O sea, y explícale eso a tu hijo. Que, Very que, awkward. Very awkward. Like, y explícale eso a tu hija. O sea, explica, ¿qué, ¿qué explicación le doy yo a mi varón versus qué explicación yo le doy a mi hija? A mi hija le digo, you know, son bonitas. It's pero, equally awkward. It's equally awkward. <laughs> <laughs> son bonitas, pero no necesitan ponerse las chichis afuera y, y el trasero también ahí meneándolo al frente del medio mundo para que di, para que alguien les diga que está bonita. Das, tú puedes ser bonita con un vestido, con una blusa. You don't need to be showing your whole derriere to the whole world. Número uno. Número dos, a mi hijo es like, están bonitas, <coughs> pero tú no necesitas que una mujer se vea así para que tú digas, una mujer así quiero. Porque hay muchas mujeres que, digo, maybe a esta no le gusta cocinar. A ti te gusta comer, ¿verdad? <risa> digo, maybe, te, ¿qué estás buscando en una mujer? Entonces, uh -huh. todo ese tipo de conversaciones. Pero um, yo odio, odio, odio. Y esa es una cosa que yo, si con mi esposo, like, no, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not, what are we teaching our kids? You know, if we're teaching um, them that this is allowed, o que ellos estén cantando esto, o que ellos estén escuchando esto, o que ellos se vistan como se visten, porque... Damn it, los shorts cada vez se hacen más shorts en las girls. That's because it's global warming. That's why. ¿Qué global warming? <laughs> y you have an issue with those. Th those bears are getting hot in the North Pole right now. So that's cause and effect. Yeah. No, no. Save the bears. Save no. the bears, wear less clothes. <laughs> <laughs> El, eh, yo, yo le he visto a él que, que le dice a, a mi sobrina, dice, where's the rest of your outfit? Where's the rest of your outfit? Porque las, las, las blusas son puperas, las so, shorts son... So my daughter is very girly girl, so she'll yes. actually like clothes that fit to her body. Like big, big uh, t-shirts, she'll kind of like purposely like tie them up so it kind of like accentuates her body. Even though she hasn't like curves yet, but she likes it that way. So I, I tell her sometimes like, 
where are your shorts? That's no shorts. Go, go put on a new pair. And she's like, these are shorts, daddy. I'm like, no, I'm going to get you some, some uh, basketball shorts. She's like, what? No, you're not. I'm like, watch me. Yeah, en cambio, mi hija es diferente. Mi hija, eh, si tú, eh, mi hija tiene nueve años. Yo creo que en los nueve años que tiene, quizás se habrá puesto un vestido, vestidos eh, eh, diez veces, no más. Y, y más en los años que era más chiquita, porque mi mamá le vestía. Pero de ahí ella, sweatpants and a t-shirt. She's very ungirly. <laughs> Since we're, oh. we're talking about kids, can we, like, backtrack a little bit? Yes. Did your parents ever give you the talk? No. Nope. 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 <laughs> ¿Y por qué será? No, no, wait, wait. A mí sí, mi mamá me dijo. Mi mamá me dijo, los hombres solamente quieren una cosa. That, that's it. That's eh, the talk. Good credit. <laughs> <laughs> también, también. No, ese, no, o sea... She, you know, without going into detail about what sex actually was, you know, she was like, you know, it's just. She said, hold on, let me get this salsa music going. Tú sabes, después termina, te enamoran, te hacen ilusionar, te prometen el cielo y las estrellas, y tú estás dispuesta a hacer cualquier cosa por ellos. O sea, muy en general, por encimita. She gave you an open-ended answer. Yeah, pero no. It was a very Disney answer. I don't. <laughs> I, I think my experiences are different because I'm a second generation. I didn't want to date any Ecuadorians. Like, I hated the fact that they were so submissive. Like, I didn't want anybody washing my clothes, cooking for me. I didn't want my, I didn't want to date my mom. Because I used to see the way my dad, my dad is very machista. So like he comes home and the food's got to be cooked and all this other shit. And I didn't want that. So I intentionally dated somebody that had, like, aspirations and goals. You wanted somebody to, to throw your dirty clothes at you and be like, yeah. wash them yourself. <laughs> Just like, I have goals and aspirations, no, 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 but the but food is still cooked. Exactly, but don't you think that <laughs> your husband... Days. Yeah, don't you think your husband should also cook? I cook. Not if I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That, like, the Hispanic culture is very toxic in that sense. See, like, I, the, I, I, sorry to interrupt, but yeah. I know what you mean. You know, like, yeah. like growing up here, you also wanted to, like, be independent. Like, that's algo que mi mamá sí nos enseñó. Be independent. Like, nadie se va a lavar la ropa. Like, you know, we were boys. So ella siempre nos hablaba duro. Like, she would scream at us. Digo, ¿por qué me gritan? Porque son hombres. Like, okay. So, so, yeah. So, a lot of the stuff in the house, like, we learned. Like I said, I grew up with my brother. So, we wash our own clothes. We cook, you know. So, I already came up being independent in that sense. So, como tú dices, like, I went seeking for someone que también tenga like her own thing you know like que quiera hacer sus cosas you know wants to move forward and quiera ser like a like it's like a boss como uno dice you know no it's like I didn't I wasn't looking for someone to complete me I was mm -hmm. looking for somebody to be my player too so we can both achieve exactly. something exactly yeah you like know? a partner you know that you guys can move forward player exactly. two yeah I'm a millennial like <laughs> tú que estabas buscando este Nicole cómo cómo fue que 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 llegaste a la decisión de This is the one. Well. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I mean. She would be player one. Looking for player two. 
I guess. I, <laughs> I w- okay. His name is Anthony. Anthony's my husband. And we actually knew of each other, like, before. Because we did go to high school together. And then we kind of just reconnected. And then started talking. He was in the military at the time. So we were just, like, talking over the phone. Um, and then when he came back to see me, that's when everything felt like, you know, I guess more real and be like oh my god i think i think we're doing this i think he was the first person i felt was like i don't know respectful that i or that i felt respected equally without me having to to go out out of my way be like don't do this in a relationship don't do that don't do that like it's not okay he was the one that was telling me like you know this and this like i don't know maybe he was more mature than Mm -hmm. everyone else is he older than you no he's the same age okay Maybe the military helped him. <laughs> helped him that. True, true. Gave him that discipline, probably. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> I think it was that, too. So, estamos en, en un momento en el cual nosotros hemos pasado por dating en diferentes situaciones. Hemos eh, vivido este, el dating con diferentes nacionalidades. Bueno, usted. Bueno, usted. I don't think I... No. I Never? No. Not one. Wait, you only not dated one American? Ecuadorians? Yes. Really? Okay. Yes. Wow. Do you feel okay? Do you feel that Americans are less romantic? Absolutely. That's okay. Because I felt that for a while. Like I never saw myself. Although my husband was born here, I still look at him like he's Colombian. He speaks Spanish and everything. But for me, it was always I was never interested in someone. Like I think someone from here. My experience was never as didn't have those gestures that Hispanic men have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have that passion that we have. The passion, the little that, details. That flower between the teeth, like the Ole. arguments, you know. <laughs> I see. Hola, <laughs> señorita. I think that's a, a cause of watching too much novelas. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. yeah. I still resent the fact that my husband has not asked me to marry on his knee with an open little box. Pero todo eso viene de ver telenovelas, como, como dice eh, Lou. O sea, tú te haces un, un show en tu cabeza de lo que debería hacer. No necesariamente lo que va a hacer o lo que puede ser, ¿no? Sino esto... It should be this way, you know. By by this age, como tú decías, no, este, <laughs> para una cierta edad debería ya estar aquí, en esta edad debería estar acá, debería estar haciendo esto y esto y esto. Y y la verdad no es eso. La verdad es que, al menos en este país, you know, hay que you gotta date lo que hay. Somebody made fun of me real bad. Um, Already as an adult, he's like, oh, why you keep dating Ecuadorians? Like, there's no good people here. And I was like, well, <laughs> they're like, is it that bad that you went and you had to import a husband? <laughs> and I was like, only the best. Uh, pero sí, o sea, todos mis, mis enamorados han sido ecuatorianos de, en Ecuador, de Ecuador, which probably allowed me also to not deal with the bullshit that is like actually being in a relationship like aquí en Estados Unidos y eso es otra cosa no o sea tener una relación aquí en Estados Unidos con conlleva bastante trabajo I think like that from what I saw my friends is like oh tengo que hacer esto tengo que ir acá tengo que you know like maintaining that en cambio como I just had pockets of time en el Ecuador 
It was just like, okay, todo está ahí cerquita. Okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, there is a really big culture clash, though. Because I don't know, like, Ecuadorian culture is like, cuando se entra a la casa, se saluda a todos. When they feed you, you got to eat the whole thing. My, my wife now, she didn't understand that. And so there was that. There's a learning curve with that. So that's why you missed out on it. But it's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I was going to say that. I feel like that, like the cherry on the top you know like I've dated outside my culture a lot too very few Ecuadorians so pero entiendo porque muchos ecuatorianos date within Ecuadorians tengo primas que vinieron de Ecuador a sí mismo they dated around but se casaron con ecuatorianos y una de las cosas que he visto es que entre ecuatorianos es es un po poco más fácil llevarse en familia You know, porque ya todos se conoce la cultura, you traditions, know, ecuatorianos foods. beben bastante, yeah. <laughs> you know, bailan hasta las 3, 4 de la mañana, you know, eso es algo que en, en, entre nuestra comunidad no, no, es, no, es, no es raro. You know, gente de afuera, de otra cultura, dice yo, esos son borrachos. Yeah. <laughs> like, o come, o come, ¿qué comen? Cuando comemos cuy, ¿qué es eso? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so entonces, es, es, sí es un poco más trabajo, pero también es bien interesante. Porque por eso también yo he aprendido muchas cosas. He aprendido a comer otras comidas, he aprendido de otras culturas, he tenido la oportunidad de visitar otros lugares y te expande un poquito más el understanding de, de, otra, de mucha gente. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can I can totally see that. I don't mm -hmm. I don't say no to that. And also to to extend on that, the fact that I married at 19 because I was just like, oh, I think this is the one, and then I married really really young. Uh, I'm about to be 40 this year, so we've been together for uh, a very, very long time. And in that time, we have gotten to know each other in a different sense, plus grown up together and mature, como tú dices, knowing to the people, to the adults that we are. But that is one thing that I would do different with my daughter. I would be like, 19. Vaya, limpiarse bien atrás de las orejas. Well, now what if she says, Mom, but you did it? How are you going to be like, well, I would definitely bring out all of the, you know how cada relación tiene altibajos? I would bring out all the bajos. And be like, listen. Así como mis papás me dijeron alguna vez, no seas profesora, porque ellos ya fueron profesores. Yo sí les diría, no te cases a los 19, aunque yo, porque yo me casé a los 19. You know, like, you know, like, go live, date, go, go date other people, haz otras cosas, o sea, tra exacto, you know, it's like, ¿qué haces tú? Eh, you know, ya, yeah, well, yeah, está, estás casada, y, y o sea, ¿qué, qué ganaste? ¿Cómo se va a decir Israel? What do you want, a cookie? <laughs> 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 o sea, that's it. ¿Cuántos años tenías tú cuando te casaste? I don't even know, I was too young. <laughs> I feel like that, that lady from the Titanic. It's been dozens years. of years. It's been 84 years. Yeah, it's been 84 years. Sí, nosotros nos casamos super jóvenes, entonces yo creo que eso, eso, para mí eso influye bastante. Yo a mis hijos, varón o hembra, like don't get married young. Do so, not get married young. Going to the point that Nicole made, how she didn't want to date anybody that was Americanized, and how you like the romanticism that comes with that. That yeah. romanticism, I believe, is a cause, is a direct cause of the machismo that exists within Hispanic culture. Do you guys see that at all? Like, that there's this machista I that type of mentality? Yes, I see that. But I see that more with my grandma. And I don't think I experience it, like, as much as if I were, if, as if I would have stayed in Ecuador. Because my 
my dad cooks. Like, my dad's the one that cooks for us. My dad's the one that, like, he'll clean up. He'll go do his own laundry. He'll still work, but my mom's also, you know, uh, in her business, working full-time. So she can't have all these things. And I always had, like, for example, my grandma be like, tienes que aprender a cocinar, si no, ¿cómo le vas a servir a tu esposo? And that would get me so mad. I'm like, who says I'm going to have a husband? Who says I'm going to marry right away? And then, boom. And then I did. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the point. Um, but my dad would always be like, no, tienes que saber a cocinar, porque si te da hambre, ¿quién va a cocinar? So I was like, he was always like, do it for yourself, because he he wanted both, like, all his children to to be self-suspicious. He didn't want us to depend on anyone else. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I experienced that machismo as much, but it is something very, like, I see it with my grandma. It's very, like, it's very there still. It's, like, oh. prevalent still yeah. in the culture. El, eh, o si no te dicen el típico, ¿no? Cocinas algo y, ay, está rico, ya te puedes casar. Ya te puedes. <laughs> ya te puedes casar. Y yo, y, yo sí, digo que yo en ese sentido sí yo fallé porque no, yo, bueno, comparado con mi mamá, yo sí que no cocino como mi mamá. O sea, it's very few things. Yo prefiero cocinar cosas que, que sean de por afuera y no ecuatorianas porque no. That's very true. It, 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 it doesn't compare. measure. You can't compare. It doesn't measure. Entonces, you, But then your mom also does cook very good. Uh, so yes. it's, it's, it's a high bar to reach. Yes. Yeah. So es súper... Y, y en eso de que... Oh, en el hecho de que yo on, only dated... Eh, Ecuadorians y mi mamá sabía un día se pon, le digo mami qué se necesita para cocinar morocho ya yeah, if you know like cooking morocho is an art of love because it's like it's a it's a lot it's time consuming you have to be there it's like I don't know I don't know y me queda bien y me dice hijita eso es algo que tienes que aprender haciendo no no porque yo estaba así típico María matada con un cuadernito Google. así de Ingredients. It's like, eso no se aprende anotando, eso se aprende haciendo. So, el, el, I was not prepared. Like, I got married young, but I was not prepared to be married. Like, por eso te digo, it's like, mis hijos, vaya a lavarse bien atrás de las orejas. Vaya, do something with your life. You're like, you're not ready. You're not prepared. You're like, eso es self-sufficiency that, that occurred. Mi, mi mamá se fue a vivir en Carolina del Norte un tiempo y yo así viendo la máquina de, de lavar. Y ahora, ¿cómo? No sé, ¿por dónde se pone el jabón? Y me iba yo a lavar en las máquinas, en los laundromats. Y si se daña la máquina, por lo menos no es de mi casa. Yo sí que no estaba prepared en ese sentido. Sí, you know, like I jumped. And, and I don't regret it. You know, I love my husband, but no, I was not prepared. There was, there was no way I held that. I was prepared, like, emotionally and everything else to, to make that jump. But here we are. Well, I wanted to ask Izzy, since we were touching the, the the machista or the machismo, did your mom or your dad ever give you some of that old school type of advice? Relating. For how to be to, like how to be a husband or how to be a boyfriend? Um, no, I don't think they really touched spaces uh, of the topic. Like, uh, no, I don't think they really did. No, because it's like one of the the big advice they give you is like oh you have to follow you have to go to school and get you know career so you can get a good job you can support your family type yeah, of thing. Guess, like it's all dependent on you i guess that's all like a standard advice you know like it just comes with with you dealing with your parents i think every every parent gives that advice 
Yeah. But they, think... they never said it as like uh, that it's dependent on you supporting your family. Mm, no. No, they haven't like, you know, upfront told me that, but I, I've really known that for myself like they hadn't they hadn't put like one and one equals two israel no like i i did the math for me like i figured that, that out myself i think that we learned from example too because we saw that being done by mom perdón by by dad you know like my dad goes to work he makes sure that we have what we need um well, and therefore that's what needs to that's what needs to happen so i i asked that to ask this and so you see how christy got told that she needed to learn how to cook to be you know whatever but how izzy was never given any sort of advice on how to be like you know whatever so that's another thing that's kind of prevalent within the culture that the woman's job is to you know be a support as opposed to being a main character herself it's everything that you're only there to support and not Yeah. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the... Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that, <laughs> that I That is a misconception. No, but I'm saying... <laughs> like, I've talked to other I people that... not a secondary character. <laughs> You're a main character? Of my own story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I was trying to get at. Like, how certain advice is only given to females that isn't necessarily given to men or boys. I think, again, that goes back to the culture. You know, like I feel, porque los, los, especialmente padres de inmigrantes que vienen aquí a este país, lo primero, primer instinto es proteger a la mujer. So I think that's why they put more, ad, like, pressure with more advice. Porque a mí también similar que a Izzy, like, mi mamá no me dijo, like, oh, this guy, you gotta be a good husband, be a good boyfriend or a good father. Pero sí me decía, you gotta go to work, you gotta show up, you know, no importa que estés cansado, you gotta go to work, you know, you gotta go to school, I see this way you can get a good job. Yeah, no va a tener trabajando, like, trabajando en las factorías. Like, I remember getting that, that type of advice. Like, pushing you to do better. Overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bueno, chicos, estamos llegando al final. Les agradezco por eh, haberse dado el tiempo de venir aquí y hablar de estas cosas que quizás eh, ni siquiera pensaban. It's like, hmm. Eh, para, para tus futuros hijos para tu nena ahora y los que vendrán en el futuro supongo también eh, mantengan esta esta episode le ponen así en saved para que lo vuelvan a ver like, qué dije <laughs> tus hijos así de you see on uh, on this date you you specified eh, que no no todos sí los eh, estamos en una nueva generación en la cual los niños y las niñas merecen eh, las, los mismos tipos de consejos para que puedan ser alguien en la vida incluso si deciden no casarse ve eh, o tener eh, tener algún tipo de relación eh, abierta o como fuera no los tiempos están cambiando todos locos eh, gracias por estar aquí eh, sí si, ¿Ustedes eh, quieren cerrar con algo positivo, algo que se llevan de aquí? ¿Qué se lleva? Una agüita. Bueno, para mí, es just nice talking about it, I guess, or being aware that a lot of, maybe our parents always tried our best but you always try to be i guess better for your children and i hear it like in all you guys like oh mis papás hicieron eso pero no para mis hijos yo quiero esto and i'm sure they did that but we just 
I'll try to do better. Yeah. Do a reach. What I take is that uh, it, it's nice to to be able to relate, you know. Like, we all kind of, like, grew up differently, but at the same time, similar. Same experiences. Similar experiences. So mm -hmm. the fact that we're able to to just have a conversation, because it's not very common. Like I said, growing up, I mean, no me hablaba mucho de muchas cosas, so to now have a platform where people can share and again you know tenemos muchas cosas que we can relate and knowing you guys for you know for many years before it too is like it's nice to see the progress mm -hmm. you know to still be here and and actually share share this with you guys and, and just continue to know that you guys have families now and and that we're all trying to do better than yesterday that's right Israel ¿qué te llevas? what's the question? <laughs> ¿Qué me llevo de aquí? <laughs> y no es una agüita. ¿Qué ah, te llevas de nuestra discusión ahora de lo que ha sido dating? Y... ¿Qué me llevo? I guess to treat my kids similar. Um, not to put so much emphasis on my daughter. I guess to treat both my kids the same and uh, try to bring them up the same, with the same high values. Mm -hmm. eh, yo creo que una de las cosas que me llevo yo es... <coughs> darles eh, el mismo espacio a los dos, ¿no? Que hay una... Que, que yo no creo que hay algunas conversaciones que, oh, mi hijo tiene que tener con mi esposo, que quizás él puede tener esas conversaciones conmigo, o quizás mi esposo pueda decirle algo a mi hija que yo no pueda decirle por, por la relación que nosotros tenemos, ¿no? Entonces, as long as there is an open line of communication, that's what needed. That's what I hear from, you know, Uh, Nicole que dice, ay, mi mamá no sabía. Sí, o sea, yo quiero que mis, mis hijos tengan esa confianza de decir, no, ya metí la pata, I have to call my mom. No a mi best friend que no tiene my best interest at heart, pero my mom. Aunque me vote dando duro, pero at the end of the day, she's going to have my back. So. Pero, y que, y que sigan dating, dating, not, not being hoes, dating. <laughs> Y bueno, con eso hemos llegado al final de este episodio. <coughs> Acuérdense que eh, estamos acercándonos a la mitad ya. No, ya estamos ya estamos casi casi llegando al final del de Season 1. Eh, si no han visto el resto de los episodios, búsquenos en YouTube. Vayan a hacer un worthy binge watch desde el episodio 1 eh, para descubrir eh, if you really are first generation. <coughs> and brace yourselves porque se viene el episodio 10 en el que vamos a hablar un tópico bien serio en el cual eh, verán muchas cosas y si te ves reflejado en cualquier cosa que hemos hablado ya sabes que es porque estás en familia soy Chris en Israel y eh, <laughs> technology look, look stealing at the camera, look at the camera. Right? Sorry. <laughs> I'm Israel no, no, don't forget we're family <laughs> now Eso de Eso de oh, 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 there's so many cameras over here <laughs> editing <laughs> um, this is Cristina and Israel <laughs> acuérdate que somos familia we family now y hasta la próxima <laughs> and I'm keeping that in by the way what <laughs> that like, you look in between the cameras and not knowing which one to talk to uh. you look like a chicken <laughs> <laughs>